This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content research. My guest today is Stephen Mullen. Uh, he's with Cority, and we're going to be having a conversation about EHS and sustainability. I'm really looking forward to this. Stephen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Jeff. Great to be here. Where should we start on this? I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about. Uh, what are some of the common trends and themes you're hearing from the conversations that you're having? I think really the the people we've been talking to this week are, are trying to figure out as a business, what is their sustainability goals and where are they currently sitting and what are some uh, reasonable objectives they can start with? You hear a lot about people saying they're going to go to net zero or they're going to um, you know, increase social investment or uh, other health and wellness initiatives for employees. But having meaningful objectives and ways to measure and manage that is, is really critical to a lot of the businesses. So in these conversations, what, what is some of the advice that you're offering when, when people say, well, we're setting these goals or we're looking to achieve these things? Some of it is very aspirational. Some of it is very concrete. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, specifics that you can offer, but you know, what are some of the common ones that you do? Uh, I like, there's an expression out there, what gets measured gets managed. And I think it's really important to first identify in key data in order to be able to understand how you're performing today. So you can establish goals and objectives and then ways to measure against, are you actually improving? Um, oftentimes, you know, something like net zero is a very broad aspiration, but actually understanding your current footprint and steps you can take to improve uh, are the most critical things. When executives are saying, you know, this is a, a program we're starting up from square one, or maybe we used to be more in the EHS space and I put this uh, ESG hat on, what, what guidance do you give them? Okay, well, you need to measure this and you need to keep this in mind. Yeah, I think it's interesting because um, I find that at this conference and, and in a lot of um, different interactions that people who are charged with sustainability or ESG don't come from one common background. I was recently talking to someone that comes out of R&D and packaging uh, from a, a major uh, confectionery business. And when I look at other people in this environment, really it's a very diverse set of backgrounds. Um, Cority started as a provider of EHS, so working with environmental professionals, health professionals, and safety professionals. And I find that EHS isn't always as involved in the sustainability dialogue. Uh, I think there's a real opportunity to consider what data is available in the EHS uh, teams and what information they already have at their fingertips to help inform sustainability. And I think you make an excellent point that, you know, lots of different departments have their own pool of data that might be relevant, you know, finding a way to pool that data, get one source of truth and really answer some questions and document where you are so that you can see where you want to go. I mean, that's yeah. really the name of the game. No, absolutely. And Cordy provides software capabilities in this area, but really it's about helping companies to collect information, be able to see it so you can proactively you know, make improvements upon your business processes. And, you know, I go back to what gets measured gets managed because the better you don't spend time on manually collecting data and building spreadsheets and working on very laborious, tedious tasks, the more time you free up to work on the actual goals in mind, which is mitigating carbon, you know, improving culture and really having a great sustainability program. All right. Well, let's get into Cordy as a, a partner in this space. I mean, what, what makes you good at what you do uh, when they're weighing pros and cons of the different options that they might want to partner with? What makes you guys shine? 
I think Cordy's been in the market for about 30 years. So really our long-term commitment to empowering uh, the professionals who are on the front line of defense for companies. I think it really stands, sets us apart because um, that longevity tells you that we're very focused on the same objectives that our customers have. And we really have a very successful track record of helping companies to, to mitigate these type of concerns and also improve their overarching uh, sustainability programs. How does Cority interact with uh, other systems within a network? Because again, a lot of companies have a different person in charge of their sustainability goal, depending where it starts. Does it play well with the ERP? Does it play well? How does it connect those systems together? Yeah, so we're very interoperable. Um, our system has an API layer and ability to talk uh, to any uh, systems inside of their environment, obviously, with security and permission and, and things along those lines. But we pride ourselves on, on being a part of the ecosystem that our customer needs in order to be successful. So again, I like to put myself in the position of uh, some of our listeners who are in charge of sustainability programming, or perhaps they're not. Perhaps they're the supply chain executive, but they understand sustainability is important and this is something that they can do uh, in addition to what they're already doing. How do they get started with Cordy? What does the timeline look like? They're, they're, they're seeing if this is a good fit and then they say, yes, how do we, how, what does moving forward look like? What are the timelines? Yeah, I think, um, you know, generally people try to evaluate a few different vendors and, and take a look at key capabilities. The first step is really to understand what are your critical business objectives? Like what is the actual problem all solving for and why now? I think sustainability and corporate responsibility has been around for a long time. You know, do I actually need a software platform? I generally encourage people to reach out to us, uh, have some meetings, you know, take a look at our vision, take a look at where we see the problem and determine if that aligns with your goals and if it sounds like a way to help you with your business objectives. I think it's really important though for leaders to understand the return on investment and if this is a good use of business resources. Uh, I think wasting time and inefficient processes and spreadsheets, you know, obviously is is something that you have to do at some point for certain problems. Uh, but at at another point, you know, I think software can really help to accelerate and and give you the information you need at your fingertips. I'd be interested to know a little bit more about Cordy's story. It's a thirty year old company. It started in the EHS space. Um, how have you sort of built upon that and, and how are you now helping people with sustainability issues? Uh, what is the connective tissue there? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, great question. You know, Cordy actually started as a medical technology helping occupational health nurses who work inside businesses and care for the health and wellness of their employees. And so as we've evolved as a company and grown over the years, we've always kept the employee front and center in the way that our solutions work. They're trying to protect people who work in factories, who work in the storefront, who work in the mine uh, or the, the oil field really, and, and make sure that they're front and center. So when we look at any business process like health or hygiene or environmental, it's really about understanding you know, what's happening on that front line of your company, uh, being able to take that information and roll it up by facility, by geography, or um, however it needs to be reported out so that the executives and the leaders can make improvements to ensure everybody gets to go home at the end of their day. Um, having that deep environmental and, and safety experience is really a big value to helping our customers with their sustainability goals because ultimately when you're looking at something like carbon emissions reduction, it starts with data on the front line of defense at a 
asset level, at a facility level, at a factory floor level, and being able to then roll that up to global objectives that can be communicated at the board or at the, the stakeholder level, I think is really important. And I think it's a pretty unique experience to be able to go really from A to Z, from the, the shop floor all the way up to the, the C-suite in terms of how we can measure and help companies improve. I'm so glad you mentioned the people part of all this. I think sometimes when we mention technology, we forget it's being interacted with and used by people. And if you're talking about people right down at the front line out of doing the work, all the way up to the boardroom, it must be pretty user-friendly, it must be pretty interactive. How are people engaging with it on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, well, we have a responsive design portal that allows an employee to use any type of device, so phone, uh, iPad, you know, uh, tablet, in order to be able to interact with the system. And they can go to that portal and be able to see training videos, they can report an incident, they can identify a findings, they can request uh, changes, and it enables the corporate organization to really respond and automate those processes that that start with the frontline employee. Often I try to talk to our company and, and explain, but a lot of our users are that shop floor manager or the person who's responsible for safety. And I think in, in each function, safety, sustainability, it's something that needs to be embedded in part of operations. You know, the, the people who are running the factory need to understand sustainability goals. They need to understand safety goals. So be able to provide them those tools in an easy to use, easy to access way is, is really critical to our solution. Yeah, it's really, again, interesting to hear you uh, put it that way. I think safety culture is one of those things that everyone understands it's everyone's responsibility. And I think that's where sustainability culture is going. And so giving everyone access to the tools, not just upper management. Uh, everyone has access to these uh, resources to say, hey, as we're working towards sustainability, here's my contribution or here's yeah. how I access the issue. I think that's great. Yeah, no, I, I think it's critical. And, and the person who's most likely to prevent an issue or prevent an injury or uh, ensure recycling is happening at that facility level, you know, they just need to be able to understand why it's important and have access to information and processes that make their life easier. It shouldn't be in addition to their job. It should just be part of their, their daily routine. Now, we've covered a lot of ground in this conversation. Are there one or two uh, key ideas you want people to think about a little further after listening to this? Yeah, I think I would encourage people to reach out to the key stakeholders inside of your company that are already doing uh, environmental health and safety processes. Ensure that sustainability isn't a new team or a new initiative, but it's something that's really thinking from the ground up. How do we take those great contributions by other team members and be able to weave them into to what we're trying to accomplish? Uh, you'll also find there's going to be a lot of tremendous data and, and history uh, that's already being captured in the team. And that can, I think, help you establish uh, your short-term goals and objectives, as well as long-term, you know, how are you going to evolve and, and continue improving? For people who have some questions, want to learn more, maybe want to partner with you, what's the best way to get in touch? Uh, I'm happy to be reached by, by LinkedIn uh, and or, you know, go to Cordy.com and you'll find lots of great information on our website and, and submit a request for more information. And uh, someone who's knowledgeable and, and helpful will reach directly out to you. I have visited Cordy's website and I, I do think it's a great place to get started. I also always want to highlight whenever anybody says, you know, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you've been listening to this episode, you probably really enjoyed what he had to say. So I do encourage everybody to... Uh, Pick his brain. He's clearly a subject matter expert with a lot of great things to share. Um, Stephen, thank you again so much for your time today. Thanks, Jeff. It's been great. You've been listening to another episode of the Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.